you talking about boxing? Just absolutely boxing. You talking about boxing? Just absolutely boxing. Boxing. Just absolutely boxing. So we are 20 episodes deep Welcome back to the Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast My name is Ant Across from me is my man P Yes sir, good morning y'all And we are two weeks away from the last big fight of the year uh, So we'll probably call this episode Lomo Rigo Lomo Rigo 2 Because we already spoke on it a couple episodes back So uh, you know today we'll just probably talk about like Probably talk about a few angles You know the age factor Mm-hmm is it an advantage for Lomachenko and a disadvantage for Rigo? And we'll probably talk about um, who wants it more. All right. Who do, you, who do you really think wants to fight more, man? So uh, how, was your, how was your Thanksgiving, man? How was your weekend, man? It was pretty cool, man. Oh, that's was cool. a few bumps in the road, but for the most part, um, <clears throat> you know, got to eat the good food. That's my main, yeah. my main goal. Yeah, same Spend time with my family, so. <clears throat> yeah, I just stopped off at, um, you know, Big Brother, you know, and he... He, he put the food together, you know, so I went and grabbed the plate, took it to work. Mm-hmm. And I know I felt bad yeah. that you had to do that, but. You know, oh, no, nah, that's it's cool, it man. You know, it's easy money. You know, yeah. them holidays are easy. So, but uh, I did get a chance to check out this card, you know, the uh, Kovalev Shabransky fights. Uh, what'd you think of, man? Um, Well, just that fight or, or the whole card? Uh, the whole card. Uh, starting um, with uh, Gamboa Sosa. I mean, the whole card, I would give it. Uh, maybe a C if I had to grade it. It wasn't a terrible card. It wasn't the best card. But um, starting off with the Gamboa fight, um, like I said to you a little earlier, and I remember when he was a hot prospect coming up in the game, mm-hmm. you know, maybe close to 10 years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, um, and he was, you know, they were comparing him to a Mike Tyson type of fighter. Um, and he had that, like, Crazy hand speed. Yeah, crazy hand speed, you know, um, Cuban, Cuban fighter. But uh, like we were talking about earlier, just to see his decline, I mean, it's kind of sad. Eh? I mean, mm-hmm. that fight, I mean, this guy was a guy, like I said, he was a hot prospect, had big plans for this kid. And um, throughout the years, I don't know what happened, but every fight he kind of looks worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of, I mean, if you ask me, it really started with the the Crawford fight, didn't it? You know, his, his, his I think it was a fight before that because he was getting dropped. He was getting dropped in fights, you know, before yeah. that. You know what I mean? He was, but he it did. always seemed like he would try to, you know, he would hustle back. He he would, you know, but he, what I think it was that he was getting he was getting dropped in that he was taking too much punishment. Mm-hmm. And when you stepped up to a guy like Crawford, and you know the competition kept getting better, it wasn't going That's down. True. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, you can't take too many shots from a guy like Crawford. Yeah. You know? That's like you said, it's like the chin. Kind of chips yeah, away each, each knockdown. They say it, it makes it easier to do it again. So mm-hmm. I mean, just being you know not having that solid defense and getting caught and dropped, and the competition stepping up. Yeah, it's, it's only a matter of time, man. Mm-hmm. You got to have defense, man. You got to protect your chin. And that's the thing. It's like since he's he's kind of lost the speed. It's it's kind of like his fundamentals aren't there. Yeah. Because at times in this fight, even though he edged it out, I don't know, I had him losing the fight. Actually, I, it was another crazy decision. You course. know, yeah, it was kind of, it was just controversial, man. I mean, because I had Sosa winning the fight because I felt Sosa was more consistent with the work, and um, you know, Gambo he did a lot of holding. Yeah, and it seemed like at times, like every time, you know, Sosa would try to come in, it was like he didn't know what to do. Right. He didn't have no type of inside game. And that was a perfect example of a fighter with no inside mm-hmm. game. Cause there was so many times he just kept holding the referee was like, you got to let him go, man. I'm right. going to take a point. And he took right. a point. I was about to say, not to mention the knockdown and the point deduction mm-hmm. from, um, Gamboa. Yeah. Cause he still pulled out this fight. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he lost like two points and you know, I had him winning like up to like round six, but yeah, when he got dropped and lost the point, I was kind of mm-hmm. like, man, you, you, you about to lose. You don't need a knockout, you know, yeah. but that's, that's, and look at that Sosa after the 
Lomachenko fight, I have to say that Sosa still looks better. Yeah. You know, in defeat, he still looked better. Because uh, Gamboa, he just wasn't showing nothing. I mean, from here, they gave him this this, this decision. But who else, who else is he going to beat from here? Nobody. And like you said, he didn't show anything. I don't think it's nothing to show, Ant. Like I always say right now, the game is full of young lions. Mm-hmm. You know, they're getting bigger, stronger, faster. Skill sets are getting Imagine better. throwing him in there with like Tevin Farm or somebody like Tank. It ain't, it's not going to be a good look. You know what I mean? But, you know, all that's to say that boxing is it's a very, very tough sport. And I mean, Gambo, mm-hmm. I didn't I'm not saying he did anything wrong in his career. It's just I think in a, in a lot of inactivity. Yeah, some yeah. Factors, you but know, the, the thing is, and it, you got a small window on boxing. Everybody's not going to be a Floyd Mayweather to span decades in the game. It's not. It's just not that type of sport. You yeah. know what I mean? You yeah. have to be the best of the best yeah, at to all times. Span over decades in the sport. I mm-hmm. mean, it just can happen that way. You know. Hmm. But um. But anyway, that fight, I mean, yeah, it was a country, you know, it was just, it didn't rub me the right way, Ant. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It wasn't. Yeah, it didn't because, you know, when I saw Gambo coming back, I thought he was going to show something a little different, you know, since he kind of stepped it up in competition again against Sosa. But, you know, Sosa, like I said, he showed me a little bit more than Gambo. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people were commenting, you know, making comments on YouTube that he should retire, man. What yeah. do you think? I mean, because I'm still curious, how was he getting legitimate competition at? I mean, yeah. really. TV spots, you know, fighting Terrence Crawford, fighting Sosa. These aren't just bums. These are guys that you know. Yeah. These, so these um, are the lions, man. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, man. I don't get it how he's still getting these, getting these fights. But um, for health reasons, I will be looking at retirement. I don't know his financial situation. At like mm-hmm. you say, he was inactive. It might be a money thing. You yeah. know, it might be a money thing. Yeah. So, but um, I would like to see him, you know, in good health and probably just go ahead and you know hang it up. Yeah, I mean that's that probably be the wiser thing because you yeah. know imagine what somebody else would do to him if it if it's not so you right. know so and we're not talking about a guy who's just gotten to the sport who's up and coming. I mean his ship has kind of sailed, ain't eh? yeah. Know, he's been around for a while. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the uh, co-main event, uh, Sullivan Barrera versus uh, is it Felix Valera. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, uh, this fight it, it was it was crazy, man. Uh, you know, Sullivan Barrera, he was able to pull out the unanimous decision. And, uh, so you know, Barrera, he does, a, you know, he's, he's very famous for this. You know, for, first round, he got dropped. And sometimes he can look in trouble when he, he first get, he eats that first punch. But as soon as he gets back up, he's like Trinidad. You know, mm-hmm. it's something in him that wakes up. Yeah. And, you know, he was able to, you know, box his way to a decision. But. It wasn't that hard whenever your opponent keeps, you know, hitting you in the balls, you know, because. Dude, oh, my God, that was that one low blow. Ooh, man, it put the one to put him on the knee. Yeah, it was brutal, dude. It was brutal. Yeah, I forgot about those yeah. low blows. Yeah, it was like three. Yeah. The, the ref took three points from him. Yeah. Plus, and, yeah. And, and the thing about it, too, Ant, you know, in combat sports, I mean, something like that can end your career. People don't realize how, how yeah. devastating a, a low blow can be. You know what I mean? That can end your boxing career. You yeah. can really do some damage to a person yeah. by a professional fighter who knows how to punch, punching you in your jewels. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a serious, um, that's a serious shot. Yes. It, it, that's the thing. Like the referee, I felt like, yeah, he did the right thing to take the point each time, but sometimes you got to disqualify somebody. Sometimes yeah. you got to DQ yeah. somebody when they're just constantly doing it. Yeah. Cause it's almost like they're fine. They're trying to find a way out of the fight, right? You know, without getting knocked it's out. Like Golada, Golada, Riddick Bow, Riddick Bow, yeah, you know style. What I mean, but um, but what makes it? What I mean, yeah, it's just crazy that when you see people constantly keep doing that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, didn't you just hear? Him yeah, say? It's, like, it's not like my body got any lower. You can't lie and right. say it's a body shot. You, right. you constantly. I mean, he had long arms, you know, yeah. there, but at the same time, he knows where his body is. Come on, yeah. but um, the first round. There was uh, two knockdowns. Uh, Barrera he he scored one in yeah. the round. It was kind of it was kind of off balance thing, but it wasn't as you know big to me. It wasn't as scary as uh, when he dropped Barrera, you know. Yeah. But um, after this fight, who would, who would you like to see Barrera in there with next, man? Um, you know, you know more about Barrera than I do. I mean, mm-hmm. I like him. 
he's a solid guy. He seems like he always comes to fight, but he's one of those guys who seems to be stuck in that coming up short realm a little bit. You know as far I mean? as like the big fights. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, will he ever win a big fight and really like break the threshold and go to that next level? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I still kind of question that about him. I mean, like, I mean, you throw him in there with somebody like a Kovalev. I just, I, you know, mm-hmm. you know, be the Bev. I just, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's just the, yeah, the, the habit of getting knocked down. Yeah. It's not something you want to do against those guys. You know, yeah. I mean, I give him credit cause he, he gets right back up and he's focused, but it'd be better just to stay focused the whole fight. Stay focused and, the whole you know, fight. avoid getting knocked down and, you know, work on the defense a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, he's solid. He always comes in shape, good personality, humble guy, but you know, that doesn't win fights. And, um, I just, he just seems to come up a little bit short to me. At, you know, mm-hmm. it ain't nothing personal. I mean, he could prove me wrong, you know? Yeah. I think, I think his determination is high for me. I guess it's just the fact that I guess you don't see like one thing that stands out about him. Right. Right. You don't really see like the power. Yeah, it's not the power. It's not the speed. Not the skill. It's not he's super skills. athletic. Yeah. You know, it's just you know he's good in, in all the areas, but mm-hmm. nothing stands out. Kind of like um, I mean? Mikey Garcia to me. Yeah, you know he's more determined, and that's what gets his wins. But like, not one thing really stands out about him. You know, right? And and like you said, when I was saying Ant too, um, how some guys just always seem to come up a little bit short. It's been a million boxes over the years who, I mean, the last one was kind of like an Ishe Smith type of guy. I'm not saying Salem Barrera is on the same level as Ishe, but he's been around for a long time, but always just seems mm-hmm. to come up a little bit short. Like he, he won't ever break that threshold to be in, in that top 10. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, Barrera might eventually make the top 10 cause it's not a lot of guys at 175, but I'm just saying how some guys, they have that career where they never really, you know, Gamboa, you know, he never mm-hmm. really broke the threshold to go mm-hmm. to the next level. They wanted him to go. They mm-hmm. were pushing him to go. But, yeah. you know, he just kept falling short. Mm-hmm. Unlike somebody like Gamboa, I feel like I feel like Gamboa never had that. I feel like he was more gifted than determined. Skill, okay. You know, okay. I felt like his, his skit. I feel like his gift kind of took him to higher levels before he ever got a chance to really understand what he had. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I can believe that. That's but what a lot think, of fighters. I think yeah. Barrera, I think he's more of a, I think he's getting better each time. Okay. Except for them knockdowns. But, I mean, he is getting better, you know, each time. I feel like he's more like um, a, kind of a learning on the job type fighter. Gotcha. You know, so, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully he will. You know, I'd like to see him win a belt. So, yeah, so. I mean, he's a good guy. Yeah. You know, like I say, he don't talk trash. He's not a negative mm-hmm. attitude. I'm not, it's not any ill feeling towards him, you know. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Performance. Because <clears throat> he said um, he might want to target uh, Dimitri Bivol next with the other belt, the WBA belt. Well, okay. You know the one they gave him. Yeah, so. I mean, and something like that 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 might can come into fruition. But then you put yourself in position to fight Bidabev or Kovalev. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, which he he would have taken the Kovalev fight, but they said that um, on I think it was Jim Lampley and Max Kellerman. They said that he chose not to because the money wasn't right. Yeah. Which you know I know he wasn't ducking. It probably wasn't right. You know, yeah, it probably wasn't right. So. And then another thing to his aunt is. That might have been another night that he came up short. How many nights can you add to just coming up mm-hmm. short? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure he would have been game. He would have mm-hmm. went in there giving all he got, but he might have lost that night. And it's mm-hmm. another night just coming up a, a little bit yeah. short. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't get too many strikes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. um, you know, you do have to be mindful of that. But, um, I mean, it is what it is, and if he if he gets that belt, then I mean, somebody has to unify. They, he people gonna be calling him out, or he gonna be calling you know people mm-hmm. out. So I mean, that's what it's all about. We want to see it. I mean, and he very well could have the goods. Oh you yeah, know? yeah. I mean, the mental battle with Kovalev, I give it to him, mm-hmm. but it's just the power and the chin, and you mm-hmm. know, I mean, it could be, it could get ugly in the hat. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, she was speaking of power. The main event, man, Kovalev versus Shabransky. Like I told you, Shabransky, he was already a knockout victim of Sullivan Barrera. Yeah. Like we said, Barrera, he chose not to take the fight, financial reasons. But Shabransky, man, like, 
this was just a perfect opponent to make Kovalev look good again. That's how yeah. I feel, man. I mean, from round one, you know, the crusher was back. Yeah. I mean. I mean, like I said earlier, Ant, you know, he looks like a monster against B minus C plus competition. But mm-hmm. I mean, the guy Sobranski didn't, I didn't see anything at all Ant, with him. Anything. Anybody could have won that fight to me. Yeah. I didn't see any, any threat posed to Kovalev at all. I mean, I didn't because, I mean, you, you, you would have thought that somebody that came in there suffering back to back losses, you would have studied why they lost, you know? You might have capitalized, hey, I'm a natural light heavyweight. I could probably do something Ward didn't do and knock right. Kovalev out. Right. But it was like, he just, he, it was just like he target practice, just man. target practice, man. He was just, just he was just target practice. He was eating them big bunches, you know. From round oh one, he got dropped twice. Oh my god! And I think the referee could have stopped it in the first round, yeah. man, because there was some yeah. serious shots he it was, was taking. Some you know, shots. I mean, he had the glazed over look. His legs were gone. I was watching this fight. I was like, man, Kovalev is hitting hard, but um. Like we, like we were talking about Andre Ward. Mm-hmm. He wasn't hitting Andre Ward flush like that. That's mm-hmm. the difference in the punches. That's why it did seem like they mm-hmm. were harder because they were it, it, clean it, targets. Yeah. yeah you we know haven't what I seen mean? him knock anybody out like that in like yeah. over a year. So, yeah. So, yeah. you know, um, that's another feather in Ward's hat. You know, shout out to Andre Ward for, you know, stepping up two weight classes and taking on a guy like that and winning. Yeah. You know, it's another, another, another notch in his belt that you have to give him. Cause even yeah, even like the first fight, people say Ward may have lost, may have won, but you gotta you gotta remember he was in the twelve rounds, something Shabransky couldn't even do, right? And he was able to take away the power, right? And not take the power like that. So and, and that's another part of boxing, you know, not just taking a punch, but taking away another fighter's punches, you know. And and how I feel too, Ant, with the fight game, in my perspective, it stands for certain fighters to prove a point. Mm-hmm. The first fight, Andre Ward shouldn't have had made it even close enough for it to be a, a, a you know a controversial decision. Yeah, I mean he was a small guy. You're the big monster. You supposed to blow him out in one in, round. In one round. Like yeah. I said, that's the way I, I view fights, and it's always kind of up to one person to really prove what they're saying. Yeah, you know especially what I mean? if you're stepping in their backyard. You yeah, know? you're stepping in their backyard. You know, Andre yeah. Ward, I mean, he was a smaller guy, never, mm-hmm. fought, you know, had a couple fights at 175, but he he's not known to have that type of power. This was the crusher. The crusher, it was left up to the crusher to crush Andre Ward, and he didn't do that. He didn't live up he to He didn't it. do that. Yeah. You know? So, he looks good against B, C competition. You put him in there with A-plus competition at, he frustrates him mentally. You know, skill wise, you know, everything you see the difference. And that's the that's the thing we still don't know about Kovalev, how stable he is mentally right now, you know, and mental that's the biggest part of boxing. And so we really we really gotta question that. Like how is he mentally, you know, is the new trainer gonna help him? Mm. Is a is it just the overall, you know, vodka free diet gonna help, you know, if if he is not drinking vodka, but But one thing we know though, Ant some of the things we've seen him do is not the norm or you know the best thing for a training camp I mean he's out talking bad about trainers you know mm-hmm. that's not a good thing just on principle mm-hmm. you know guys training you don't talk junk about him right not out on media you know what yeah, I mean like going on Twitter yeah and- going on Twitter and I mean videos he was on blogs saying stuff about John David Jackson you know for one and then the switching of camps, and I mean, that's not never really a good thing either. It's not to say that you can't switch switch a camp or a trainer and become better, but the more longevity I think you spend with a camp or a particular trainer, I think the better that chemistry is, and I really mm-hmm. do. You know what I'm saying? I mean, these guys who have these long tutelage with these trainers seem to perform better because they have to know them in so many different mm-hmm. ways. It's not just fighting. You got to know yeah. this guy m- mentally, emotionally. Mm-hmm. You got to know that this guy has a sick wife at home and his child. Is, you know what I mean? You have to know you all know those how things. How each, to motivate a guy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it takes time to learn a guy like that. You know? I mean, so it's just a couple things that we've seen that shows a couple chinks in his armor mentally, and it mm-hmm. really does. I mean, the bad attitude. You know what I'm saying? I mean, boxing is sportsmanship 
it's across the board in any sport. You know, we see he got poor sportsmanship, so that's a mental strike against right. him. You know what I mean? Just a few right. things that I've seen right. that, that mm-hmm. would lead me to believe that, yeah, it's 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 it's, a, it's a, not like he's mentally retarded, but it's some mental issues, you mm-hmm. know, mental, you have to be mentally strong to be a boxer. When we say mental, I don't want people to think that we're talking oh, no. about, you know, no. he's slow or something. We yeah. Mean yeah. Just, no, we just mean, you know, dealing with pressure, stable, you, know, you know, his yeah. stability, you know, you, know. you got to realize in, 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 a, in a big fight, you got the lights, you got the cameras, you got the pressure, you got, you got a lot of stuff on the line and a lot of guys can fold under that pressure. You have to be mentally strong and you got people yeah. in the crowd yelling at you, mm-hmm. people taunting, you got your kids looking at you, you got your mm-hmm. wife looking at you, you got friends, you know, it's a mm-hmm. lot that people don't realize when you're yeah. in that ring, man. Yeah, because mental, like, yeah, going back to what you're saying about mental, being mentally strong in boxing doesn't necessarily mean walking around with a bad attitude that I can kick everybody's ass. No, you it know? ain't got nothing to do with that. Yeah, it's about being able to withstand pressure and be able to stay Keep your mouth shut when needed and not blowing up at yeah, certain not things. Yeah, not let not feeding into certain you, things. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. So, you know. so from here, I mean, like you said, Kovalev, as long as he's facing like B and C guys, he's going to look just the way he used to. Yeah. Where the next time somebody like another A class fighter steps up, which we don't really have that many in the light heavyweight division. So, he might be able to get his belts. Right. He might be able to, but he has to understand um, Better Biev has one of them belts. Oh, yeah. And that that's not going to be an easy task. Nah. nah. You think he want that action next, man? Going back to the mental thing, mm-hmm. the way I think Kovalev thinks, oh, he, he's back on his horse now. And he might think that he's ready to do that. I don't, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's how some some guys with that type of attitude mm-hmm. have, oh, yeah, I'm back. Yeah, oh, that, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But the way I looked at that fight, and dude, you didn't even look that impressive because the competition wasn't, you know, it was like a tank against going up against a Toyota. A Toyota you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's honestly how I saw it. You know what I mean? So if you, if, if that led you to believe that you're back, I don't, I don't know. I think so. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think I think we'll see better BF Kovalev before we see Kovalev Stevenson, though. Yeah. That, that'll be my last word yeah. on that. I, yeah, because yeah. like you said, this dude missing in action right now. <laughs> yeah, we don't I asked know, you that earlier. I was like, where yeah, is he, man? We don't know if he's in the States, if he's in Canada. We don't know where, what's going on with this guy. You know, he got the other green belt, though. I know. And I mean, and this is what I want to say, and even Ant, too. You know, you got some guys who getting stripped for belts and this, that, and the third, and got to face a mandatory. How's this guy just floating around, not even fighting, and bro, got a belt? Bro, the last who was his last fight? Fun far, and I haven't heard I haven't heard anything from him since. No updates yeah, or nothing, man. Like don't you don't see him training or nothing. I mean, he's, he's gone. You know, he's you know gone, so. th- those sanctioning bodies put pressure on other fighters. Look, man, you got we need to know something by what's the name or we stripping you, right? You know, but then another fighter will just have the belt and for just. Year. For a year inactivity, you know, you know they good. Yeah, I don't get it, but um, for sure, and the Bedev and Kovalev at one seventy five. That's the next fight that need to happen, man. I don't care about none of the all the rest of that. That's the mm-hmm. next fight at one seventy five that I want to see. Yeah, pretty you much. Know? Let's go on to the main topic. Last big fight of the year. This is in two weeks, right? December yeah. 9th, man. Vasil yeah. Lomachenko versus Guillermo Rigondeaux. You know, like I said last time, it took a few years for this fight to take place because it seemed like like a lot of people saying Lomachenko didn't want the fight. Mm-hmm. And then there were some situations with the money. Whenever they said they would fight Guillermo Rigondeaux, they only offered him so much. And, you know, a few years just passed, and finally, finally they're making the fight. And Guillermo Rigondeaux, he's the, he's the one that has to move up two weight classes for this fight. Well, you look look at the age, Guillermo Rigondeaux, he's 37 now. Lomachenko, he's 29. So um, do you really think that the age is going to play a factor in this fight? Um, It kind of remains to be seen, that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know Rigo hasn't took a lot of damage in his career. Which is still talking about a guy who's got like five hundred fights all together. You know, he's mm-hmm. been in a lot of fights and um like Andre Ward said, you know, the body lets you know sometimes mm-hmm. when it's time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I mean, a guy that's thirty seven who's had 
triple the fights of an average guy out there. Mm-hmm. How 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 may that affect his body? And I mean, he's thirty seven. Andre Ward was thirty two. They what thirty four. 30 yeah 33 33 33 33. he's talking about like man my body is telling me that you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying different things Mm -hmm. that i may be feeling so um it's just gonna be it's just that that, that's what's making the fight so interesting like how much is left in rego at 37 with all these fights you know moving up two weight classes does he have enough uh, motivation and drive skills. I know he has the skills, but does he have that extra gear that mm-hmm. he may need at this stage in his career? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what a lot of people don't understand is, you know, professionally he only has 17 fights, but he has a lot of amateur fights. Yeah, you Lomachenko. Know, come, yeah, 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 they Lomachenko. got like almost a thousand fights combined, dude, together. Mm-hmm. Both of yeah. them got two gold medals. Yeah, well, well Riggin Dow has um, 17 wins and, you know, he has like over what four or five hundred amateur fights? Yeah, amateur fights. And then Vasil Machenko, he has like over four hundred, almost five hundred yeah. amateur fights too. But um, he was able to break in at an earlier age, where Rigandal, you know, he spent most of his as an amateur, right? And he's only, you know, he's only, he still only has seventeen fights now, and he's still looking for big fights, and yet he's yeah. already thirty seven. Yeah, you know, because when you go back and look at somebody like Mayweather, you know, Mayweather. At 37, who was he fighting already? You know, he was already money exactly. Mayweather at the time, exactly. you know, picking exactly. his fights. Exactly. Where, you know, Riga now, he's still trying to find that fight that defines him. Yeah. I mean, and one, I mean, we probably agree to disagree on this. One big factor is the language barrier. To me, these fighters have to learn some English so they can talk trash. They can promote mm-hmm. themselves. They can kind of get into the mix like even when i look at rigo on instagram when he talking his native tongue i mean it's kind of i don't you know what i mean mm-hmm. even with the with, with the captions but i think that that's a big part of marketing and being able to put yourself out there in the world you know like you say rigo i mean 17 fights he's almost 40 i mean it's not his fault he wasn't ducking anybody people mm-hmm. didn't want to fight him mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i mean Real quick, going back to what you were saying. So you think this is, um, you think it was uh, him not being able to be marketable? I think, hey, absolutely, America. absolutely. He he always looks mean. He doesn't he doesn't talk. You don't really. The world doesn't know him, man. Mm-hmm. The the casual fan doesn't know Rick and Dial. You think that stops him from being active here? I think yeah, I think it does mm-hmm. because if he was, if more people knew him, they would demand it more and mm-hmm. make it more. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if the mm-hmm. fans don't know you, they can't get on social media and say, "Hey, this is the fight we want to see." Right. A perfect example was Anthony Joshua. He ain't been around long, but people know him and yeah. they're willing to get on social media and you know ride with him. He got the chicks riding with him. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. that stuff makes a huge difference because I mean it builds your fan base and at the end of the day your fan base is what's kind of you know going to dictate everything and I mean mm-hmm. if you got a big fan base you can say I'm the A side mm-hmm. you know what I mean if you don't you always you might be the D side you know what I mean yeah. depending on you know your fan base but I, I honestly believe you know what I'm saying it's his fault it may have been roadblocks that kept him from you know learning English or doing whatever. I don't really know a whole lot about his backstory. He's a mysterious guy too, and we don't know if he's married. We don't know if he got kids. We don't know mm-hmm. financially how he's living really. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's very private guy. He's a private person. So, yeah. I mean, that too, on top of being a private guy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't speak English. You're a private guy. We, You have to yeah. let us know you, you know? Yeah. As opposed to Lomachenko, he came in, caught the wave of social media. He's active. He's on TV. He's on blogs. He's mm-hmm. a model. You know, all those things add to his persona growing you know what i mean yeah it don't yeah. mean it is a good thing it don't mean he's going to win and he's the better fighter right. but as far as marketability and trying to make this a business and because i honestly believe the fighters need to be getting paid we always talk about that top dollar for putting their life on the line you know what i mean so you do have to do your part too you know it's like when you sit back and say oh my man just taking care of this oh my man just doing that oh my lawyer's doing that then when you realize everybody was ripping you off Mm-hmm. Because you were depending on everybody to do everything for you. Some of these guys have to take some things. And it's easier now. And it's not mm-hmm. like the old days. You got, I mean, you have con- more control 
today. Yeah, yeah you can actually have your hands in there. Yeah, more than that. You know, I you mean, know? you can have people for it, like you have a manager for it, but you can understand it. You can understand you know, it a lot better. Understanding you, know? Too, you know, back in the day, you had Don King. He just telling you what to do. He signed this here. You know what I mean? And and you walk away broke, butt naked. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So, um, like this fight will be that much bigger if Rig and Dial, you know, really had more supporters. You know, everybody, you know, because a lot of people were pulling, thinking Lomo was going to pull it off. And I've seen some people over the time period of the build up to the fight, opinions have been swaying back and mm-hmm. forth, you know, and that can happen with the fight game. And we watch stuff in training. We watch them train. We watch them spar. We see little interviews and certain things can change a person's opinion on a fight. Like, I mean, for example, how Rigan Dial says he wants to retire after this fight. I have to go into the mind state of a person who's saying this might be their last fight. You know what I mean? And their biggest fight. So it kind of makes you think that he's going to be taking it to another level again, right? I, I like, hope so. I hope he's so. He's on his 100. I hope so. Or mm-hmm. is he taking it like, man, it don't matter because after this is cash over. Cash out. Yeah. After, you see what I'm saying? Like a cash out. That, right. that lets me see mm-hmm. inside his, his his mind state a little bit with the fight. He might say, man, mm-hmm. win lose, you know this is it. Mm-hmm. He might feel like, I have to knock them out. If I can't knock them out, they're gonna rob me anyway. So you know, it's a lot of lot of mm-hmm. lot of dynamics to the fight, and yeah, because um, that is like one of the things about him that does make it kind of mysterious is because like he he he's a great technician like Floyd, mm-hmm. but you don't know enough about him. Like, is he willing to give up his O? We don't know. Cash out. Yeah, you don't we, know. We don't, you we know. don't know. We don't know. We won't know until fight night. Until but fight night. At the same time, it's like. When you watch his fights and you watch Lomachenko's fights at this point of their career for both guys, because, you know, at 37, you know, we we never know when you get in the ring. That could be the night you lose your legs. That could be the night father time. You know what I'm saying? It speeds the clock up an hour. You mm-hmm. know, we we don't know. I, I honestly would have liked and to see this fight Maybe a few years, years yeah, a few years earlier. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and, and even a few years earlier, the weight wouldn't have bothered me as much as it bothers me now because I'm just all the stuff is adding up against him now. And, you know, mm-hmm. the two weight classes, you know, what I'm saying the age and the thing about the weight classes for a guy like Rick, Rick and Dial, he's almost 40 years old. He ain't getting bigger. Aunt. You know what no, I'm saying? He no yeah, he age, I mean, no. the dude, he, he's ripped. Mm-hmm. From top to bottom, but he's a small guy. Yeah, he's a small guy. So let's say, okay, he's five five. He's fighting around one nineteen, maybe maybe as high as one twenty six. Yeah, but now you taking that chance to move up almost to one thirty. And how would that factor in? How, is, is is it going to be muscle? Is it going to be fat? Right. How, how is he going to put on the weight? You right. know, because all that makes a difference too, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of it's just a lot of. Out of factors, man, in the fight. In, in the when you mentioned um, the fight happening now versus you know maybe two or three years ago, that that kind of takes us into who wants it more. Like, does Lomachenko really? Did he really want the fight? Rigo at his best. You know well, what I mean? Like, absolutely. Could he have fought? Like, we, we know that game too, man. Could he have fought Lomachenko? Could he have fought Riendal maybe back? At like one twenty five or something, you know, maybe at that catch weight or maybe one nineteen. Back course, then, he could have fought him at that weight. That 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 kind of makes me say he doesn't really want the fight on on, on even terms, you know, mm-hmm. to be a real fight. Because maybe maybe he did. Maybe it's Bob Arum. You don't know. You know. Bob Arum sees sees him as his uh his his golden boy. Yeah, that's true. You know, got to look at that aspect of it too, but. I definitely believe that, you know, that's part of the game too, and at the waiting game. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we'd say two years, two years ain't nothing before a fighter, two years is something. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy from it, 34 to 36, it, yeah. that's different. You it, know it, what I mean? Different. Yeah, it's not a di- It's not a big difference from 21 to 23. Yeah. But once you start, to, you know, guys start getting older and you start talking there's, about it's different. From 35 to 37, there's a difference. It's a difference. More so, like you said, 21 to 23. You like, know what I mean? It's a difference, dude. So When you, okay, let's say, when you hit 37, did you feel a little bit, do you feel different getting up in the morning versus when you were like 21 or I mean, 25 or 29? Of course you do. To me, not a whole, whole lot. But 
think these guys are getting up going to a training camp at 37. Mm-hmm. They ain't exactly. just waking up getting exactly. out of bed going to a 9 to 5. They waking up running for my, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a different intensity. So how would a guy who's 37, what type of, how do you, how do you get yourself up at that point, you know? This is the, this is my only thought on that, Ant. And that's what I always say. When a guy has the low road and he's fighting a guy that had the high road, that's the motivation right there. Mm-hmm. This fight will really make Rick and Diaw if, if he wins. Mm-hmm. It'll make him. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because it, he says he wants to retire. There's no other, you know, bigger fights out there, really, you know, for him. Nobody else wants to fight him. Santa Cruz, none of the other guys in, around his area wants to fight him. But this is like the biggest thing right now because Lomachenko's hot. You know, timing is everything. And if you can scorch him right now while he's hot, mm-hmm. it's going to be a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, I just feel like he feels like, oh, man, this guy getting all the accolades. He ain't did nothing. I'm the one who, you know, and I feel like th- that's motivation for, for the underdog. It, you know, AJ and Wilder, you know, Canelo and Triple G, all yep. these guys who have that, you know, they're fighting a guy who they might feel like he, he his path was easier than mine. Right. Thurman, you know? Thurman Spence. Thurman Spence. Oh, wait, you know? that ain't happening. You know, no, my bad. All <laughs> the, all, but, but all these, yeah, yeah, you know, know. <laughs> scenarios are the same. Yeah. Because and, and now now that you go down that list, it, it, it makes you say, like, after this fight, what what can be out there for rigging down now? And like, that's another it, thing. It's, it just seems like it's just a sad. It's sad for me because it's like you got Carl Frampton, you got Leo Santa Cruz, Abner Mars, all these guys in that area that you know he'd be willing to fight. Yeah. But it's like he can't make that fight because nobody is reaching out to fight him. They say, oh, he stinks out the joint. He's boring. Mm-hmm. Dude's not boring. All right. You know, I mean, but we know what the main thing is. Yeah. That it's going to be a hard night. It's a hard. It's going to be a hard night. Mm-hmm. And these guys, I mean, it's the risk reward thing. I mean, like the, this guy doesn't have a fan base. Do I want to bring all my fans and watch and let them watch me get my ass whipped? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's definitely um, it's definitely that thing. And then when you go back and say, well, what's really next for Riggendy out here? OK, he's 37 and he's 37. The rest of those guys are young lines. Mm-hmm. It's nothing but a hard path for a forty-year-old man out here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Does he have? You know, if Lomachenko wins, okay, then he can mix mm-hmm. up with these guys. That's okay. That's yeah. they, they perfect matches. It's you know, it's it's all love. But, but you, you know, but you know, that's the thing. Like, I, I felt like Rigondale had. I, I think he had enough to beat them other guys just off of mental alone, and just off of his his next level skill. I feel like Lomachenko. He's kind of a different animal that's going to give him his best fight but but somebody like Carl Frampton you know a little bit younger he's already going in there knowing that Rigo's better you know so those could have been some names he could have had you know what I mean because I feel like he could have still hung with those guys yeah I mean and then you talking about I mean those would have been when he was 34 35 you know 36 you know now he's 37 my thing is okay at 37 you might wind up fighting Carl Frampton at 38. That's not going to be a good thing. Carl Frampton is an animal. Santa Cruz, mm-hmm. they're animals. These guys, mm-hmm. it's not good to face these guys when you're getting older. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Near the end of your career. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's unfortunate that he had to have a whole career and wait till now to get fights. But that's mm-hmm. that's the politics of the game, man. Some people yeah. have the high road. Some people had a low road. They got to work for everything they get. And some people get stuff handed to them. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I remember, you know, we did the uh, Canelo Triple G breakdown. And, you know, we were saying, like, when you look at these two guys, Canelo and Triple G, you can't really go back and compare their fights mm-hmm. on who would win. Exactly. Do you think their situation is the same, similar? Like, you can look at Rigondeaux's performance and then look at Lomachenko's performance and kind of get an idea of what it's going to look like? For, for me and my personal opinion, on the throwback guys, like a guy like Rick and Diao is he fought guys from a different era. Mm-hmm. You know, he fought, you know, Nonito Denaire, you know, who was a monster, you know, at that time when he faced them. It still remains to be seen about these new guys because they haven't faced guys from a different cloth yet to me. Who knows what would happen if Nonito Donair met up with any of those guys. Frampton, mm-hmm. Santa Cruz, mm-hmm. Lomachenko in his prime. He was knocking out everybody. And mm-hmm. we don't know, but, you know, 
he's older. They came in at the end of his career, so we'll never know about that. But somebody like Rigo was able to show us what what happened. Right. When they when they matched up. So it's just hard to say because, you know, like I say, Rigan Dial being a little bit older, he he caught the tail end of different fighters that are not around anymore. You know, it's a new breed of fighters out now, now, mm-hmm. man. You know what I mean? Not saying worse or better, but they're just new new breed. I think every previous era of fighters are tougher than the fighters that come next. I mean, I just I just mm-hmm. believe that because times get easier. Each decade, each day, you know, with technology, with training, with nutrition, with mm-hmm. all the things that they have to their disposal now, mm-hmm. 10 years ago, wasn't there. Wasn't. 20 years, those guys had 30 years. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So each year, to me, the game gets a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, I mean, guys coming out making money at, you know, they're using social media. They're not waiting for a promoter. They're not waiting for Don mm-hmm. King. You know, they're coming mm-hmm. out making their own moves. And you couldn't do that 15 years ago in the game because it wasn't no social media or you know those it's more at their hands now. it's more in their it's hands in their now hands it's more control yeah. and that's a good thing it should be mm-hmm. they the ones going in there fighting why are they not making no decisions eh? you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. oh, man, everybody making decisions and they stop at the ring curtain <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. and you yeah. go in there right so I mean I just feel like that's that's the way it needs to be but definitely each generation the game gets a little bit easier and it seems like it's more money to be made you know what I'm saying yeah. so I mean you know with that being said you know, the older guys are tougher. They didn't make as much money. They had to fight harder to get the props that you get mm-hmm. for beating one guy. Yeah. You know, they had to fight three guys to get the props that you got from talking shit on social media. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just yeah. different. It's different, yeah. dude. Yeah. It really is. And th- that's what this fight here kind of symbolizes, kind of like a throwback fight a little bit as far as, you know, the, the, the matchup. But there was just so much more. It was just so much more social media involved, you know, where they had to keep going back and forth to get the fight made, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. on that level. Like right. the level of skill back in the day would have been like, I'm going to fight this guy. I want him. You know, they fight. But but here's it kind of has to deal with more social media. You know, yeah. you got to keep going back and forth. But that's a good thing, though, Ant, yeah. because we, we can we can make it happen, at least because if enough social media demands it, then they don't really have a choice. You know, back in the day. You, you didn't say who you was fighting. Don mm-hmm. King said who you was fighting. So true. it wasn't no back true. and forth true, true, and debating. Yeah. Don King said, yeah. hey, sign right here. You sign right here. Y'all fighting on November. You know what I'm saying? That's what <laughs> sure. I'm saying. I mean, mm-hmm. th- th- that's the that's the era that they came from. They yeah. didn't have options and this, that, and the third. They faced whoever you put in front of them. Now you can, oh, no, he's not making enough. Oh, he, he's a bum. Oh, no, he stunk the plate. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? You can come with all this crap. You know what I mean? For, um... This is just like a little fantasy question for me, you know, not to take away from Lomachenko or anything, but do you feel like if um, Rigondeaux, if he was like five, five, let's say if he was 5'8 or 5'9 and it was about the same size, do you think he would take this fight? Do I think it would be an easier fight for him no, if do he you was think, taller? Do you think Lomachenko would take this oh, fight? Do you think if Rigondeaux was 5'8 or 5'9? I, I, I don't think so. Because that's another thing, too, and if he was taller, Putting the weight on will be easier. It will be distributed a little different throughout his body. Now mm-hmm. he's still five five with just extra weight. You know, he's still a short yeah, guy with the weight. Guy, I mean, yeah. is that is that going to slow him down? Mm-hmm. Is it going to you know how is that weight going to affect him? You know, um, but trust me, at I do not think Lomachenko will be rolling the dice if the odds were not in his favor at this particular time. It's kind of too much to lose. He got the one loss against Salido. If he get wrapped, he get washed by Rigo. His career is going down. Man. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's over, but it, it's going it'll down. Be, it'll be like yeah, it'll be questioned. Yeah, it, it's going it'll down. Be, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So um, he knows that. Like I say, ant timing is everything. You know, you, you the right timing for for everything, and he might he 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 may have made the right decision or he may have not made the right decision. Mm-hmm. We gonna find out December the 9th. You yeah. know? And the thing about Lomachenko, let me set this straight. I'm not a Lomachenko hater. The way I base it is you have to do something before I give you respect, before mm-hmm. I give you my nod. Lomachenko, he's more getting more praise and, you know, he's got a female fan base. He's got more things around him. Hype. Not saying he's a hype job, but he has more hype around him, mm-hmm. which is making people view him in a different way. If he washes Rick, Rick and Dial, he the man. 
He's a man. He's a man. If, mm. if he washes him, mm-hmm. not just win and cheat or get it. If he washes Rigondi out, I, I, I'm a, and not to even say he's the man. He's going to go up a notch with me because you still faced him at 37 and you were two sizes bigger than him. So he'll go up a notch if he washes Rigondi out. But, you know, Lomachenko, he very, he very well may have the goods, but that still remains to be seen to me. And, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, because like, yeah, like you're saying, I'm not a hater of him. Like, I watch his fights because like his style is exciting. It, it, it's very interesting. I but mean, at the same time, his style is exciting for the opponents he's fighting. But when I'm watching what Rigo does, I'm more amazed by the things he's doing as far as you know for his size against the big taller against guys that he's exactly. doing you know everybody's taller than him you know yeah. and just the way he's able to you know handle that and just the technique you know overall yeah. technique against those that caliber of fighter but like when i'm watching lomachenko i'm still i'm still kind of on the fence about like how i can rate him you know people yeah, are rating him up there with mayweather all already. that fancy stuff how effective is it we we see rigging rigging the has proved his angles his you know craftiness all the things that he does is for a reason you know Lomachenko he's all this matrix stuff but how effective is that stuff you know what I mean and like Mm -hmm. we said Kovalev he looked like a beast against BNC competition you know how will Lomachenko look against A plus competition Mm -hmm. and and, and it's hard to give Rigondi out A plus because he's at the disadvantage you know what I'm saying height weight Age. Age. So. Inactivity. Inactivity. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, I mean, he could be under financial duress. And we don't know his finance. I mean, 17 fights, he 40. Mm-hmm. That ain't enough to sustain your career. He wasn't no. getting Floyd Mayweather paydays. No, he's not. You know. So, I mean, he could be under some financial duress right now. Like, yo, I'm going to lose my house if I don't win. You know what I mean? We right. don't know. I'm just saying, yeah, I mean, yeah. th- these people are yeah. people. Yeah, they're yeah. human beings. Yeah. They got kids. They got wives. They got bills to pay. So, I mean, we just don't know. Yeah. So, um. I know we'll probably do another episode like on a full breakdown. You know, I might have to go back and look at some fights and just I like, you know, like I said, with these two, these two caliber of fighters, it's kind of hard to, you know, base them off their opponents. But, you know, I keep right. watching and watching until yeah. till the ninth. That's the only answer. You're That's the only get, answer. You know? Yeah, we're we, we going to get because, like I said, yeah. I mean, you know, he lost to Salido. I mean, Rick and Dial couldn't carry Salito's jockstrap. You know, you know. I mean, well, I mean, Salito couldn't carry Rick and Dial's jockstrap. So it's mm-hmm. just, you know, we 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 definitely can't go off the opponents. But I I believe in my mind that Rick and Dial has faced the better opposition, the more tougher opposition, just because they they were coming from a, a different era, eh? mm-hmm. they were coming from a different era. You know, I mean, that's just you know how I feel. And and some you mentioned to me earlier, a lot of people were kind of. You know, there were some people you said kind of retracting, swaying, yeah, opinions are swaying when they started kind of looking. Why do you think that is now? Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, I can't name a particular person, but Mm -hmm. you know, it's just a build up to a fight, Mm -hmm. and it's happened to me. I I was a diehard fan and pulling for one guy, then halfway Mm -hmm. through the twenty four seven episodes, or Mm -hmm. he did an interview or something, opinions may have changed. Kind of helps see another angle. Yeah, you might see a mental weakness. You might see Mm -hmm. a a physical. You know, twenty four seven. You might see a guy had an injury in 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 camp. You know what I'm saying? It's it's so many things that could sway you. It's not a bad thing. It's that's boxing. I mean, Mm -hmm. you could be pulling for the guy up to the night of, and Mm -hmm. then you go to the to the bookies and, and change your bet. You, you know what bet, I mean? Yeah. I got a gut feeling, you know, yeah. something like Mike Tyson, you know, the fact that, you know, when Buster Douglas beat him, I mean, the fact that his mother died, he was, I mean, ain't no more motive. Nothing can overcome that. Aunt. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. That's the your only mother thing. died. Yeah. 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 So finding out that bit of information, I'm like, whoa, mm-hmm. his mother just died. Mm-hmm. That's, 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 that's enough motivation to make somebody pull off the impossible and mm-hmm. look what happened that night. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. Opinions can change throughout the build up to a fight, mm-hmm. you know, training camp, six weeks, things can happen. You know what I mean? Body language, body, language. body language. Yeah. You know, face offs, you know, mm-hmm. press conferences, you can see different, different, different things that could, you know, very well sway, you know, your opinion on the fight. Because Aunt, the thing is before the fight, everything is just an opinion. Yeah, yeah, we don't know what's going to yeah, happen. If know. we knew, you know, we we'd just all be rich. It off what we if, know. And if we all knew, we'd be rich because we'd be putting the biggest be putting bets in yeah. Vegas. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So everything until actual fight night is an opinion. 
Cause okay, we we like we already say we boast about what we know about boxing and things like that. But like, there's if that if if our if our knowledge was like one hundred percent, we'd be sitting in a mansion somewhere yeah, we'd right be rich. now. We'd be rich bets. right now. We'd be bet with Mayweather right exactly. now because like, we, last time we talked about Kell Brook and Errol Spence, like. I'm leaning towards Spence, but I don't know. Brooke might pull something out, yeah, you know? Especially when you're talking about skilled guys. When, when guys are skilled, you just can't say, oh, this mm-hmm. this can't happen because anything can happen yeah. in the fight. Because when that one, I called it, but but you had me thinking because you was like, you know, Kell Brook, he got this natural strength and he's got the boxing. I was like, oh, shit. You yeah, know, I, mean, I was kind of second. You just, yeah, yeah, you, just, you, know? you never know. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and when I say opinion sway, I'm right. I'm right in there with everybody else because yeah. I mean yeah. I can go. I can go back and forth two or three times before a yeah. fight. I yeah. might not vocalize it, but in my mind, oh damn, oh shit, mm-hmm. I ain't damn. You be like, I gotta stick with my gun. He, he working that heavy. Oh man, oh yeah. oh man, mm-hmm. look at that. Oh, you know. But you know, I gotta stick stick with my guns for the mm-hmm. most point. You know, because yeah. you know, I mean, I be, I'm basing stuff on. You know, people I like and then skill set and just because I mean, it's gonna be hard for me to pick a nasty negative guy over a positive guy any. Mm-hmm. Day any day, it's gonna be hard for me to pick a Roberto Duran over a who's a super nice guy in boxing, you know, a, a Sean Porter, somebody. Sean Porter. You know, right, it's gonna right, be hard right. for me to yeah. do that. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. When we were talking about, you know, I'm Team Rigo, but like maybe two or three years ago, I would have said, yeah, Rigo would beat Lomachenko hands down easily. Yeah, but now I, I still say I'm Team Rigo, but. It's a 50-50 fight. Yeah. Well, that's and sometimes, a, sometimes I'm saying it's 60-40 for Lomachenko just because of all the them other factors, you yeah. know? And I'm just yeah. thinking, you know, like I said, I like Rigo better. You know, like I said, I'm a fan of him, but my common sense of the game is is putting all these factors together. And, say, and that's why I say it. That's why I brought that up, opinion sway, because mm-hmm. that, that's, that's a part of boxing. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like you say, you know, on paper, hands down, I think Rigo was the better fighter, but mm-hmm. you know, at the disadvantages, you know, who knows? Is he going to be a hundred percent that night? Mm-hmm. Is he going to have food poisoning? Is his stomach going to be bad? He have two fakers, and you know, mm-hmm. we don't know. This stuff mm-hmm. happens, eh? Or, or he could his his timing could just be off. His timing when could your be timing off. is off, that could set you, you know, for the rest of the twelve rounds. Eh? Exactly, but even stuff that people just don't realize. These guys have all the con. They can have a two fake. They ain't got nothing to do with boxing. Mm-hmm. You know, they can have a headache. They can have a stomach ache. You know, fighters fight all the time with that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. You know, they come in the ring all the time. Like a head cold, a flu, a, yeah. a head cold. You know, they come in with all kinds of things that, you know, fight night, you can't guarantee nothing at. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's yeah. going to happen fight night, yeah. you know. So that's, that's why I so much anticipation. Yeah. That's why I had to ask you that question about the, the size difference. Like if, if, if Rigo was a little bit taller and he matched up more on Lomachenko's level as far as body frame, I felt that. It would have been more of an even fight, but like I said, there's just those those little factors in there, you know, like yeah. the size and you know the age. Yeah. You know, I just feel like all of that kind of makes me, I you mean, know, everything you said. But like we say, Ant is boxing. We don't know what's going to happen. You know, Rigo, he fights. All his guys are tall. This all ain't enough. This ain't nothing for yeah. him to fight a tall yeah. guy. And that's what makes me more comfortable about my you know? pick. Then yeah. when this, I see this, this dudes, ain't yeah. nothing new. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's facing nothing that he ain't never seen before. Ant, right. I believe Lomachenko. Is facing stuff that he ain't, he ain't never, never seen before because he's early. He's still young in the yeah. game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, professionally, he may have seen some looks like this in amateur, but professionally, I don't think he's seen no looks like this yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I really don't. I mean, you got to realize even Rick, Rick and Dial, even being inactive and behind the scene, how I many people you think he sparred with getting preparing for fights, and being almost 40 years old? He wasn't just sitting there. You don't stay in shape like that just sitting back on your mm-hmm. ass waiting for a fight. Right. I mean, this dude is ripped. Every time you see him, every time you see him, he's in shape. He's in top shape. So I mean, wear fight trunks. The training camp, yeah. You know, so, he stay ready. Like I man. say, the behind the scenes, and we have some glimpses of behind the scenes, but some stuff behind the scenes is behind the scenes. We we, we won't know it. It's 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 kept that way for a reason. Shoot, do you? Uh, I kind of see this fight going two different ways. You want me to hold it for the next episode? Yeah, let's wanna, just hold it for the right. next one because um. You know, it's still a huge fight, yeah, and it's yeah. still another two weeks away, so that's another two episodes. So let's just hold that and, um, yeah, you know, build upon that, yeah, you know, for the next yeah. one. Because yeah. um, I mean, and see, people, y'all probably laughing at us, but we could talk, we could talk this for days. Y'all yeah. don't understand. We keep it to a minimum 
but we could talk about Rigo and Lomachenko, me and Anthony. I mean, with our chemistry and how we like, we could talk about this all day. So that's why I was saying that. And we can, you yeah, know, we yeah. can save it for the next yeah. one, dude. Yeah, I, no yeah, I can say, yeah, because it just popped in my head. And I was like, no, nah, I might go more with the breakdown. Because, yeah, it, it's just something interesting that's been on my mind. I ain't never mentioned to you, but I just think it, it, it probably would. So, yeah. But um, as far as, um, as far as uh, Lomachenko, like you said, him not facing anybody like Rigo before, mm-hmm. you know, I, it was just kind of like when he fought Salido. He never fought that style before. He didn't know how to handle it. And think about somebody like Salido. That's not a, a complicated style. Yeah. You know, he don't he really, didn't really know yeah, like, how to handle it. That's what I'm saying. He don't know? really do nothing special. Now, you're talking about rigging the out angles, footwork, all this mm-hmm. crazy stuff. I mean, it's a different animal. It's a different animal, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a different animal and different skill skill level. You know, Salido, like I said, he ain't coming near Rigging Diaw. Nah, he's not, man. So, I, I mean, I'm like you, Ant. I'm rolling with my boy because pretty much once I put it out there, that's what I'm riding with, regardless of what may change, you know. But I'm rocking with Rigging Diaw. Um, I think he got enough to pull it off, but, you know. It's not a guarantee win for him. You know, he mm-hmm. is up against a young line who's got the motivation that people hyping him up and you know him thinking he may be more than what he is see Rick and I was just coming in with the rear he like yo these are my skills they have been proven mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with this Lomachenko's coming in with people oh, yo you're the next this you're the, yeah, he had yeah, a lot of pressure that. you have to yeah. you know what I'm saying Loma, Rigo was like yo I'm just coming to do what I always do it's up for to you to Wash me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People are hyping you up to be this or that and third. I'm two two sizes smaller than you, a couple inches shorter. You know, it's mm-hmm. up to you to come in and, and, and wash me. If, if, if you're as good as what people say you are. Right. And, and from like what you see in training, you can see that Rigo, he trains with that mind frame. Like I don't, like you said before, yeah, nothing's given to him. So it's like mm-hmm. he's always training that mind frame. But it's like when you're watching Lomachenko, they be all smiles. and Yeah. Maybe it's for the cameras in. But, I mean, you know. one thing I do see about him, though, I mean, he does seem serious about, you know, attention to detail. I think he wants to be the best, but mm-hmm. we have to see if you if you have what it takes to be the best. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. like you say, it is a, a more relaxed setting, but. I see him taking stuff seriously, though, dude. You yeah, because that might be a topic we have to talk about separate. Like, does does having like a relaxed environment make you have like a false confidence? You know, whenever more people are telling you you're something more, you know what I mean? It, it, Versus that, like, it does. No man. matter no matter how good of a box you say you are, like we saying Lomachenko, we got all these people around you, yes men mm-hmm. or just just women and fans. It, it has to affect your mind it, it does. somehow. I mean, it's like in everything. People say, dude, you full yeah. of yourself. Mm-hmm. And when they say that, they mean you're starting to listen to what people are telling yeah. you when they say you full of yeah. yourself. And you got to be can, careful. Because you could try all day and drown it out and say, no, nah, no, nah, I got to work. I got to. But, but at the same time, you say, I might not have to work as dude, hard. It, it's, you know? it's no way. And you got the women on your jock. You got your, your, your homies on. It's no mm-hmm. way. that t- I don't care who yeah. you are. That's going away on you. That's yeah. going to make you feel cocky i'm yeah, sorry yeah. Women, oh my god you're oh you're so this that the dude you, telling you that your training camp telling you that it's going to factor in man because you know there got to be some points like hopkins says sometimes fighters might they might go out of you know they might go out of fight mode in the ring think about what they're going to eat that night or something oh, yeah. so, you know lumberjack yeah. might be in the ring yeah. thinking about I might try to get this girl number yeah. for one yeah. moment and, you and know? think about it think about this aspect too and Everybody doesn't have that. B-Hop didn't have a groupie females. No. Mm-mm. Deontay Wild, I mean, he has some, but not how a Lomachenko, how these guys who the world, quote unquote, may look at them as a sex symbol. AJ, mm-hmm. they have a whole nother Oscar De La Hoya. Look at, look, 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 look at how the woman played a part in Oscar De La Hoya's yeah. career, dude. They're almost like the pop culture. Of pop boxing, culture. You know? they, they broke that barrier. That makes so, a difference. Yeah. So think about when you have that as opposed to when you don't have I mean, I'm sure when they clamoring, rig, rigging the owls. Mm-hmm. Um, training camp, and I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy always looks mean as hell. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know if he is mean, but he looks mean, but it's just that, that stuff matters, and there's so many factors, dude. It's so many factors, but yeah. I, I do believe, you know, that's a part of it. Like you say, Lomachenko, mm-hmm. he boxing, looking at Carl, I'm gonna get her, I'm gonna get her, I'm taking all three mm-hmm. of them to the room mm-hmm. after the fight. You know, Lomachenko, yeah. he ain't thinking, I mean, Rick and the Owl ain't thinking about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I'm not really a fan of like the Rocky movies, but I remember that one, you know, with um, Clubber Lang, Mr. T, mm-hmm. and he's in there training in the hard gym, and you know, Rocky, he's in there, and that bull, you know, that 
boo, the fancy, fancy glamour fancy, and glitch fancy, gym, you know, yeah, with the yes yeah, men and all yeah. that. So I just kind of get the feeling like, okay, you saying you're this good, but at the same time, that false confidence makes you always feel like I don't have to put that 100 in there, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what they say, you know, be careful people, you know, tell you, you know, don't feed into it because you could have a fault, get a false sense of reality and that very well could be like you say the rocky mm-hmm. movie rocky and he ain't even he 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 was he having a party he was, dude. He was in like an inflatable bag dude, or something, but he's you know? having like a party mm-hmm. it's music playing it's fans in there and yeah. he's throwing punches you know what i'm saying they showing you know club Elaine. he in the sweaty stinky gym right. you know ripping the heavy bag mm-hmm. you know and the other rocky you know drago he's in the top-notch facility doing all this stuff rocky's out carrying the ox on his back in the mm-hmm. snow for you, a bit, you know what i'm saying to the basics. Yeah, yeah you gotta go yeah. back to the basics mm-hmm. dude you know you gotta go back to the basics even when uh i think there was the same rocky it was the same rocky when uh Apollo Creed took him to the gym with the brothers in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, brother, you got to get some rhythm. That that white two-step you're doing yeah. ain't working, yeah. brother. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Let me show you how to work this rope. You right, know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, I, I, I feel like the, the the fancy stuff is not bad if you're using it the right way, but I feel like the basics is never wrong. I mm-hmm. feel like the basics, you can never go wrong with the fundamentals and running, jumping rope, mm-hmm. you know, sparring. Mm-hmm. All the fundamentals that have been since the beginning of the sport. Now, all this new stuff, nutritionists, this, that, and the third machines. I'm sure that could be good, mm-hmm. used the right way, but I don't think it's necessary for the sport. I don't. You know what I mean? Because these guys were doing this with nothing for 15 rounds. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they live long lives. Live long, you, know, you, know, you know, taking. They still live yeah, on it. Yeah. So, you know. But, um,. Yeah, man. Overall, I'm just excited about this yeah, fight, man. It's, like, it's, 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 and, and know, like, so I, I feel like you. No, man, it's like, like we're excited, but a little bit of anxiety because we don't know what's anxiety, gonna happen. Yeah, yeah you like know what I'm I mean? trying to find the answer here. You know, I'm like, yeah. so who, Rigo, how's Rigo gonna win? That's 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 what it comes down to when you really want to see a fight. You you yeah. you're almost like you know you gotta you gotta tell me the answer, P. Who gonna win? You know, you you get yeah. to that point when you're really a fan of boxing right. and. One of the things I want to mention too is that you know boxing, boxing can't be dead. This fight is sold out. Mm-hmm. And People got to remember this 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 whole fight because we tried to get tickets. Yeah. You thought tried and, to in a month, dude. It's yeah, and it's sold out with no like major promotion. Not even major fighters. I mean, Lomachenko's new on the scene, rigging the out. Nobody knows him, and it's sold out. So I mean, it's a t- and. We no. not even we not even questioning the boxers did. You got mm-hmm. Conor McGregor coming to boxing. You got Dana White trying to get all that was talk to, 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 for people who didn't know what was going on to buy into yeah. boxing. Ain't dead when Floyd Mayweather made three hundred million dollars exactly. off a fight. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Name another sport. Where? Name another sport where anybody has done that. So you you know people say mm-hmm. stuff, but you can't tell me you know boxing is dead because the money is getting generated. Is it going the right places? Is it going to the fighters? Not all the it's time. Not all going to but the, the money fight, but, is but the there. Money's there. It's the there. Money is there, brother. You know. <clears throat> but yeah, we we down to two weeks now. Um, anything you want to say? We down to two weeks for this fight. Uh, Lomachenko rigging down. Anything else you want to say in closing? P. Um. No, like I say, you know, opinions have swayed, you know, during the build up to the fight. You know, I've I've personally assessed all the advantages and disadvantages and, you know, it makes me be realistic about the fight. But I'm still pulling for Reagan Diaw. I mean, I like the underdog and I like the guy who had the low path. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, that don't mean he going to win, but I like the, the underdog and I'm still rolling with Reagan Diaw. Mm-hmm. But in the same token. Lomachenko, I mean, like you say, it's a 50-50 fight. You know, he could be smart enough to capitalize on every disadvantage that he blatantly has mm-hmm. and um, come up with a game plan. To win. And he ain't going to knock Rick and Dial out or anything like that. But he may do enough to get him the decision. Eh? And that's my that's my fear. You know what I'm saying? I know he's not going to demolish this kid. He ain't demolishing mm-hmm. Rigadio. Yeah. That ain't happening. Mm-hmm. But he might do enough to skate and get the decision, and then the world will validate him as, oh, he's this, he's that. Mm-hmm. And it depends on what type of fight it is, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, I think that's the thing that really makes me, and this is the last thing I'll say, I think that's the thing that just makes me nervous is once you give that person that false hope, once they, once they can skate by with like a decision win or 
or even if they pull out the win just one time, people will use that as much to, the, to their advantage as they as they can, you know, right. to, to build a champion that that still that didn't have to go through the hard work. You know what I mean? But the, the one good thing about this, though, and think about, I mean, just hypothetically speaking, if if Loma, Lomachenko pulls this off. He still got Santa Cruz. He still got Frampton. He still got Mike Garcia. He still got a lot of young guys his age, his height to Mm -hmm. deal with. The the, the Rick and Dial, it'll be the same thing if it was a Floyd Mayweather fight. Well, Rick and Dial was too small and he was too old. So I want to hear those. I want to hear some of that too. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say it, but I want to hear some of that because if it was Floyd Mayweather fighting a guy, you know, Marquez, he was too small. He schooled him from. Beginning and he couldn't get no props from that, you know, from from a world class champion like Marquez with size don't make that much of a difference. No, it don't. It don't make that much of a difference. You know what I'm saying? You got to think Marquez about the same size as Pacquiao. Exactly. Same guy they saying Mayweather was avoiding. Was avoiding. You know? So, I mean, yeah, I kind of want to hear some of so, that. Too, yeah, I want to. I want to hear that, man. I want to hear. Oh yeah, well, Loma, we had to see because you know he did fight. I want to hear that. You know, then when he started dusting off these young lines, then we are gonna say, all right, yeah, well, this kid, man, maybe. He is the Matrix, but you know, I, that still remains to be seen to me. At but that's all I really got to say. I'm Team Rigo, man. Yeah, man, Team okay. Rigo, right here, man. But uh, yeah, that's all we got for this evening. Uh, make sure you check us out on iTunes and Google Play. And you know, like I always say, just uh, just drop a little review for us on iTunes. Let us know what you think of the show. And also go to SoundCloud. It's a hashtag Jab Podcast. Uh, I said Google Play, right? No, I don't think you did yet. Okay, you just said it, man. I just said it now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Make sure you like us and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You know, we stay posting on Instagram. And uh, make sure you check out Jab Effect YouTube channel. Again, I'm with my partner, P. My name is Anthony. And this was it. This was 20th episode, man. It's 20, man. From here, just 20 deep. From here, we're just going to keep on grinding, man. Yeah, we we appreciate, you know, everybody that's... um, along on the journey with us we like six months in right now and things are looking good so we appreciate it just keep you know keep growing with us keep supporting yeah just keep on listening you know and we're gonna be here yeah. peace y'all have a good one